And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up everyone? Zach here. Welcome to another episode of MLM Rebels. Today, I... I'm very much looking forward to sharing what I'm going to share with you here today because this has helped me a lot and continues to help me. I have by no means perfected what I'm about to tell you, but it's really, really, really made a big, big difference in my life over the past, since November, so past five months or so. Um, this is a, a, some lessons that I've been learning for many years, but uh, I kind of forgot them until I was in Thailand in November and I really had a... A really big need to learn them, and I want to share these with you with you guys here today. So, first and foremost, <clears throat> if you find value in this podcast, uh, leave a review and a rating down below. And if you do that, I'm going to give you a funnel. I'm going to send it straight to your account, uh, your ClickFunnels account. If you have one, if you don't have one, you can you know, download it into your ClickFunnels account whenever you sign up for one. And this funnel generated thousands upon thousands of MLM leads for us and paid us, I mean, tens of thousands of dollars for sure. Um, and I'm going to give you a copy of this completely for free. All you have to do is leave a review and a rating down below. And I'm going to give you a copy of that funnel. Um, so if you'd like to join the conversation um, about how to use sales funnels for your network marketing company, um, how to leverage your recruiting efforts into like into like something that's like way more effective than doing anything remotely close to old school or pretty much anything else online, there's only one other human being that I know of that's doing uh, really good um, online marketing for network marketing right now. Um, and so <laughs> I think um, if you are looking for a way to sponsor you know, more people in a day or a week than most top recruiters do in a year, uh, then I think you're really, really going to want to understand this for your company. Um, you can go to mlmsalesfunnels.com to join the free but private group. Um, you can request to join. You have to answer a few questions. If you're approved, you can join that conversation and start this process for yourself. Cool? All right, so let's jump into things. So <clears throat> what I want to talk to you about is is what to do when bad things happen. And um, like what to, like, so all the time things, like bad things happen, right? And a lot of you might not know this because I actually, when I, when I told a few people this, um, they were pretty shocked. I am 
what I would consider, like most people when they would like talk, like think about me, I've been told this, this is why, this is why I know this. When most people kind of like think about me, they think of me as like, uh, an et- they call me an eternal optimist. That's what my family's called me. That's what a lot of friends call me, things like that. Like an eternal optimist, just kind of always looking at the bright side, that kind of a thing. And you know what? That's true. Um, from a long-term perspective, I, I do look. I do think very optimistically. But what most people don't know is that I'm like a short-term natural pessimist. Um, meaning, if I'm thinking about, like if something bad happens to me right now, my mind goes into like a negative tailspin. Um, I believe at the same time, though, like, like let's say something horrible happened right this second, I would go probably into a negative tailspin for a little bit. But at this exact same moment, I would also think like everything's going to be okay and I'm going to figure all of this out um, it, like in the long term. You know, so like let's say like, you know, actually like, this is a very real thing that happened. Um, uh, this was in November. This, this wasn't the thing that caused me to relearn all this stuff. But actually, in November, so the same month, ironically, uh, I logged into our um, bank accounts. Um, we've got, you know, of course, business and, and personal, separate and different banks and all that stuff. And I logged into our personal accounts, and um, uh, all of them were at zero, <laughs> like literally zero. I mean, there was maybe maybe a few hundred dollars in our checking account. And we have a checking account. We have like two checking accounts, I think, and two savings account, like a short-term savings and like a long-term savings. And then we have like our investments somewhere else. But I logged into this this area, which has like all of our like reserve cash, right? And ev- literally everything was at zero. Like to the like, like, like it looked like someone hacked in and stole everything is what it looked like. And I was like, holy freaking crap. I mean, obviously that freaked me out, right? And like, like short term, I was like, holy F, what's happening? Like, you know, going crazy in my head. But long term, I, I knew immediately, like, okay, we're going to figure this out. It's okay. Right? Even if someone stole everything, we have to start from zero. Everything's going to be fine. You know, when we have like a really good campaign running, this has happened before. We've had really, really good webinar running um, where like we'll spend $300 on ads and we'll make 1300 in revenue. So we'll, we'll profit $1,000. And it's consistent. Every time I spend 300 bucks, bang, make a grand in profit. That's really, really good, right? Well, I've had instances where this webinar is running and um, Facebook goes in and shuts all of my ads down. Like they're active, they're running. That's, this is how we're making money. And, and then boom, you know, I wake up one morning and literally all of them are shut down, disapproved, can't get them back on. Like that'll make you crap your pants. And, um, you know, it sounds like, it sounds like, oh, you know, if you're, if you're making all that, if you're making that, you know, that money and stuff, like it's not that big of a deal. Like when, you, you know, there comes a, a tipping point for sure. But, you know, when you're building a company, you're spending a lot of that money to build it. Um, and so like, it's a big deal when all of your, when most of your cash flow gets turned off. And so like short term, it's like, like I went to like a mini depression for a day or two, like very pessimistic, um, hating everything. Long term, though, even in my like little one one day depression, I knew everything would be okay. We were gonna figure like we will figure this out. It will be okay. So it's very weird. It's I've kind of always been like that, like a short term pessimist, long term optimist. But I've been what I what I've been working on is my short term pessimism because although I'm an eternal optimist, I think very optimistically long term. When I get into these like one or two day pessimistic, you know, you know, pouting matches with myself, 
it like life is miserable for those two days and it's miserable for me and for ashley primarily you know if, if other people come around which is very unlikely that they do because i keep them away but if they come around like you know i i can snap out of it right but i go back into it when they're gone and so life is really no fun for me or for Ashley during those times. And so I was like, okay, like naturally speaking, I've got this whole long-term optimism thing just from a natural perspective. But during those short-term things, like, and we think about you're building a company, bad things happen like definitely weekly, probably, probably one to two to three times a week. Um, and sometimes they're worse than others. Sometimes you can rebound quickly, but sometimes like probably once every one to two weeks, it's like a super hard, like kick between the legs. And, and it's like, oh man. So I've really been thinking and, and, and praying about this and, and doing studying and working on myself to like, how can I limit the damage that I do to myself during the, when these bad things happen? from a short-term perspective? How can I like take this one-day depression, this two-day depression, this three-day depression, and shrink it down to 30 minutes, right? Or zero, can I, can I eliminate it? So that's a really, really big thing for me because, you know, we're, we're, we're not making so much that I don't think about money at all. Like at some point we might get there. I don't know if that'll, have, I mean, I don't even know when that number is. But we've had moments in life where, where we haven't really given it a whole lot of thought like we have it like we have enough we're making enough and it's like okay cool like like you're not really thinking about it you know and what what amazingly comes up in your mind is now what like that's literally it's like you're you're chasing money you're chasing money you're chasing money chasing success chasing success and then you get it and and you're like well now what and it's like here i am I'm, st- I'm here. I'm the same exact human. I just don't have to worry about t- paying my light bill, right? I don't have to worry about paying for my car. I can fill the car up with gas. Like, but you're still there. So it's amazing how like, when you have some of it, it just, it just magnifies you. It just shines a light on the broken pieces inside of you. And it just makes, me, it just makes you super aware, like, what do I really have? Like, what do I actually have? What I've really got is re- I've got relationships, and I've got my faith walk. Like, that's what I really have, right? And it's amazing that you, when you see that, um, and yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. Um, but anyway, I want to jump into, into some of these tactical things. So when, when, when a bad thing happens, there's four things that this, there's four things that this can mean and that you can do to, um, to, to, to basically fix it. Okay. Now I'm going to get a little bit, um, into some of my faith here. So please just know that, um, if you share the same faith walk as me, fantastic. And if you don't, then that's okay. You can just kind of treat this like a grocery store approach. Like you're walking through the grocery store, you pick some stuff off the shelf that you relate to and you put stuff back that you don't. Okay. So a few of these are going to be semi-secular based, uh, meaning, um, not faith based. And a few of these just, it's part of who I am. I'm going to talk to you about some of like some faith stuff. Again, you do not have to agree with it. Um, but I think you could still get some value out of it. Cool. All right, so um, the first one is, is of course, very, very secular, very non-faith-based. So a bad thing happens, and the first, the first thing we have to think about, I guess let's give an umbrella thing. The first thing we have to think about is, is it actually bad, or is it just my perception of it? For instance, let's say, um, let's say like, think about someone you highly respect, okay, you really, really care about them, you highly respect them, but you don't really have a lot of communication with them, okay, so you don't talk that often. 
And let's just say that they sent you a horrible email today or left you a voicemail, but you never checked it. Okay, they sent you a horrible, horrible voicemail. They call you up and they say, hey, they say your name and then you know you have a relationship with them and they say, hey, I just want to let you know that like I, I'm really, I'm really disappointed in you. Like the stuff that you did, man, or the girl, the stuff that you did was so wrong. Like, how could you do that? Like, I honestly don't even know if I can look at you again. And then they start getting belligerent with you. And they're starting to say like really mean things. Like, you don't like, you're never going to make it. Are you like, why do you keep putting your effort into that? Why do you keep trying to lose weight? Why do you keep trying to bulk up? Why do you keep trying to find the love of your life? Dude, you're never going to find her. You're never going to find him. It's not going to happen for you. It's just like like this terrible, terrible email or terrible voicemail. Imagine if a person you really respect or love said that to you or didn't say that to you, but they sent you an email or they sent you a voicemail like that. Think about that person and how much, how painful is that? It sucks, right? Okay, now I'm going to twist it a little bit. Pretend that you never received that voicemail. You never got it. You never even heard it. You never saw the email. And maybe and, and now you never speak to that person again because, you know, whatever. You never ever see the email. You never ever see the voicemail. Never listen to it. Never read it. It here's my question. Did it actually happen? Like, do you even know? Of course not. You don't even know what happened. So how can you react to that? They said some bad things, but you, don't, you can't even react to it. So the thing happened. The thing happened regardless, but you have no opportunity to react. So how do you feel about it? Well, you're right. You can't feel anything about it because you didn't even know what happened, right? So a bad thing can happen, but if your reaction is what makes it bad to you, See, because you didn't react to that. The bad thing happened. They sent the email. They sent the voicemail. The bad thing happened. But since you never reacted, nothing happened to you. Right? See, your reaction is what determines if something is good or bad. That's it. So I want to talk to you about how you can manipulate these reactions right now and where these bad things can come from. Okay? So number one. The first place a bad thing can come from is yourself. You make a mistake. You know, you make a boo-boo. So like, you know, for instance, I like, let's say for the, the case of that business example I gave you, um, I didn't, that wasn't actually my mistake, but um, let's say I, I, I wrote something I shouldn't have written in an ad and the ad network found it and they shut it down, right? That's my problem, right? I made the mistake. I can think about this. Two, I, number one, I can look at this two ways. I can say, this is really, really bad. I'm depressed now. What am I going to do? Or I can say, okay, this happened. This might look like it's bad, right? It looks like it's bad. But what am, what am I actually doing? What am I actually learning? What I'm learning here is a way to not do that. What I'm learning here is a way to never do that again. What I'm learning here is now I can coach someone through this and they won't have the same problem. Now, does this suck right this moment? Sure, it sucks right this second. But long term, is this really that bad? Not really. Am I going to figure this out within the next six months? Probably. Am I going to have a cool story to tell? Yeah, probably. I'm going to take this one step further, and I'm going to get a little bit, um, a little bit faithy on you. But uh, what about this? What about bad thing happens? It was my own fault. What if I? What if I say, okay, God, can, I'm praying for the wisdom. He tells us to pray for his wisdom and his understanding, to lean into his understanding. What if I pray for the wisdom to not make that mistake again? 
You see what I'm saying? If it's my own fault, I already have a provision that God promised me for wisdom. And if I pray for that wisdom, I call on that wisdom, I won't do that again. And now I can lead someone. Number two, what, what's another way that a bad thing can happen? One first way is it's my own fault, right? And instead of beating myself up over it, I don't react to it. And I say, what, like, what, what did this just show me? Okay, th- this just showed me something, and it felt painful. But that pain, I don't have to react to that pain, right? I can change the way that I'm viewing it. Okay, what about the next thing? How, what else reason could something bad happen to you? Um, you, you can say this however you want, you know, uh, let's say if you're, if you're, you know, not faith-based at all, maybe, yeah, you know, you're, maybe you're an atheist, I totally respect your views, completely okay, uh, maybe you are, uh, you know, Buddhist, fine, maybe you are a Christian, you know, that's what, that's, that's the, how Ash and I li- live our lives, but whatever the case you are, the next thing bad that can happen is a, a negative force, comes against you, right? So maybe you think of that as the universe, you know, dealing you a a bad hand. Maybe you look at it as, you know, a God being angry at you because you did something to smite them, like in Buddhism, right? Um, Maybe you look at it as a demon trying to hurt you in some way. That would be more of like a Christianity type belief, right? But something negative is trying to attack you. Now, Truthfully, I can't speak to certain faith walks because I don't know all of them, um, but I do know mine, and I know that in the book that I read, it says that that our God has given us the power to lay hands on the sick and they will recover, to cast out demons and to speak in different tongues, which that means is if something negative happens to me and I say, God, where did this come from? And he says, it came from that negative force. I can say, oh, you know what? You equip me for this. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. I speak to that demon and I cast that out. It's no longer going to hurt me. And instead of being a victim to it, I say, no, I'm, a, I'm far above your rule and authority. It also gives us that that promise in the book that I read, I, I'm far above your rule and authority, far above every name that's invoked in this age and in the one to come. I'm far above anything you're trying to do to me, right? No weapon formed against me shall prosper and everything works together for my good for those who love God. That's what I believe. So I'm going to speak to that negative force and say, screw yourself, dude, right? I'm not accepting that. <clears throat> okay, so that was, that was pretty faithy on you, right? Let's move into, move into um, number three. Um, so something, you know, like I could do it myself or do it with myself. Um, next one is a negative force. And third one, and I'm actually blanking out on number four, um, but number three for sure is, um, is if, if a, a positive higher power is doing something to you. Okay, so check this out. Um, Nate, you could call this again, the, a positive form of the universe, a, a God that's on your side, or Mike, in, 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 in our case, God or Jesus, right? On our side. Now, Again, I can't speak to every faith walk, but I can speak to ours. And there was a time when, when, when Jesus was brought into the wilderness. This is before he started his ministry. He was around 30 years old. He brought into the wilderness, and he was tempted, the same temptations that we receive. He was tempted for 40 days before, before he started his ministry. After he passed the test, he was then able to start his ministry. He was perfected, right? So... I'm a big believer that, that God doesn't send bad things to us. He doesn't, like, God doesn't send sickness on us. He doesn't send poverty on us. He doesn't send lack on us. That's a bunch of crap. But he will put us through the wilderness because he is going to test us and perfect us into the people that we need to become to achieve the will that he has for us. And so my last prayer is, is 
is is God, if you're if you are putting me into the situation to perfect me, I accept that. I accept the fact that I'm in this test. I'm being tempted to f- give up. I'm being tempted to give in, right? But I'm going to pass this test. I am I am going to be perfected in the way that you need me to be in order to accomplish what you have me want me to accomplish. And when I say perfected, please don't throw stones. I don't mean anyone's perfect, but I'm saying being perfected in the closest thing we can get to that, okay? Um, so the last one is, you know, like, again, God doesn't put bad stuff on you. You can cast those things out, but he will put you in the wilderness at times. He did say, he, he did say if you believe in the same book, he says, in this life, you will have tribulations, you'll have trials, you will have troubles, you're going to have these things. So if you believe in the positive promises of that book, you also have to accept the ones that suck a little bit. That one. You're going to have trouble. You're going to have trials. You'll have tribulations. But the, it goes on to say, but this, most people forget this part, but have joy. Fear not. Look at the translations. Fear not. Have joy. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. It's Jesus talking. In this life, you will have tribulations, but fear not. I've overcome the world. But be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. People forget that last part. In this life, you will have trouble. You'll have problems. You will be tempted. But don't fear, I have overcome the world. If you pass this test, you will be perfected in a way that can do the work that I need you to do. And when I think about these things, I'm like, oh, dude. Yes, like that, that's what it is. Like these are the reasons that things, these are the reasons that things could happen. Either one, I do it to myself and I can pray for wisdom I can under, and understanding and I cannot do that again. Number two, I can, um, I can cast out the negative forces that are trying to hit me. Number three, I can embrace the positive ones that are trying to perfect me, right? And last of all is no matter where you come from, no matter what your background is, if you are, uh, no matter what your background is, I, I, again, I don't know all of, all of the different faith walks by any means, but, but, but the book I read says all things will work together for, for, for good for those who love God. All things will work together for good to those, to those who love God. And I... I choose to believe that for me. If there's a bad thing happening right now, it's just my perception of it. That's just my perception. That's bad. That's just the way I perceive it. Is it bad? I don't know yet. I don't know if that's bad, right? Because what could be happening is my life, my business is being reshaped into something that I am actually more passionate about. It's actually a deeper desire of my heart, right? But it gives me the deepest desires of my heart. What if that bad thing that happened, it looks bad now, but it's actually a good thing that's happening. It's just beyond my comprehension level right now. Think about it if you're like, you know, helping your kid or helping a, helping a, a child out, right? They, they, they want to get to the other side of the street, so they walk, they take the shortest path to get to the other side. They walk across the street. And you're like, holy crap, no, and you stop them. So don't do that. Like, oh, Ah, why did you stop me, right? Like, don't we cry out to, to a higher power? Like, why did you stop me from that? Why won't you give that to me? And he says, because you're walking in the center of the road, stupid. Like, you, like, walk down seven feet that way. I'll direct you seven feet backwards. You think you're going backwards. You're actually going the right way. I'm going to put you, I'm going to pull you seven feet backwards, turn you the other way, turn you 90 degrees, and there's a crosswalk. But we don't realize that when we get stopped, that that's a good thing. Like, holy crap, why do I get stopped? Holy crap, why did you just pull me backwards? He's walking you backwards seven feet so you can see the crosswalk. And we forget that. I forget that. And when I started really digging into this um, for myself, 
I still go into some of these short-term pessimistic things, but I'm, I'm happy to tell you that this is on my mind because something, some weird stuff happened in the past few months um, in our world. Um, and I really had a chance to flex a lot of this. And it hasn't been fun in a lot of ways, but I've had a chance to flex a lot of this and I'm happy to tell you that I've, I think I've passed most of these tests. Um, I don't think we're out of this wilderness necessarily, but I think we've passed a lot of these tests, and I'm really excited about that. This morning, um, uh, you know, I there was like the, basically this morning. So every morning I do like one to two hour like morning routine where I like to be by myself. I like to be quiet. I don't like anyone around me. And if you disturb me, I'm like really unhappy with you, and then I'm pissed off for the rest of the day. <laughs> this morning that happened, and. Um, and I was kind of like disturbed during this time and totally thrown for a loop. And I, I went through about a 30-minute time where I was just angry. And, and I was like, no, no, no. Like this is a, this is a test. I'm not going to fail this one. And I went out and I, and I did my thing. I kind of went through some of the things I just told you about. And it took me about 45 minutes, but I was like, I got out of it. And instead of being angry for the whole day, I got out of it in 45 minutes. So anyway, I know this is a little bit high level for you. This isn't, this isn't the typical MLM Rebels podcast. You might not have been looking for anything that I said. And once again, please know that you know, we, we value your beliefs and opinions no matter where you're at. Even if they're, they're the exact opposite of ours, completely fine. We love and appreciate you. I don't care where you're at. I really don't. I don't care if you are straight, gay. I don't care if I don't care what race you are. I don't care what your gender is. I do not care uh, um, what your religion is. I don't care if you have a lack of religion. I do not care at all. We love and appreciate you exactly who you are and where you're at right now. And so, please take none of this as uh, you have to be doing something like I am. Just take this as the grocery store. Oh, I could use that. I don't want that right now, or maybe I don't want that at all. But this is totally fine. But I hope that you found value somewhere in this episode because this has been really, really helpful for me. So anyway, um, we uh, we love and appreciate you. Hopefully, you have an amazing day. Thanks for listening. Once again, um, after this episode, we'll you know, of course, like all the other episodes for the most part are very MLM rebel specific, very much sales funnel specific for network marketing things of that nature. So listen to any other episode, and and, and that will be the case. Um, but. Uh, but if you wanted to, like I said, join that private group or, act, or, or excuse me, apply to join that private group, go to MLMSalesFunnels.com. You can go ahead and do that there. And um, I think that's about it. So if, this, if you found this helpful, do me a favor, leave a review and a rating down below. That'd be amazing. It was amazing spending time with all of you today and um, appreciate you listening. And we'll talk to you all soon and see you in the next episode. Thanks.
Mm-hmm.